GB's here into the Squared Circle Podcast. Yes, welcome to another episode. And on this very own episode, I'll be talking about WWE Monday Night Raw from this past Monday, July the 17th. Also, I'll be talking about AEW Dynamite Blood and Guts. Went down this past Wednesday, July 19th on TNT. Two very entertaining shows this past week of pro wrestling. We'll talk about both shows and what my top highlights from both shows. Hey, if you're a new listener, give me a subscribe. Give me a like. Give me a five-star review. No matter what podcasting outlets you listen to this fine podcast, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, and more. And follow me on my social media platforms into the Squared Circle Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. Hit the like, hit the subscribe, super kick that son of a gun, and join the conversation. You are part of the show. Keep that in mind, my friends. So without further ado, let's get this party started, baby. WWE Monday Night Raw and All Elite Wrestling Dynamite Blood and Guts. Review right here on Into the Squared Circle Podcast. All right, my friends, how's everybody doing? I hope you're doing great, staying safe, staying healthy as we're cruising through the month of July. And since we're cruising through the month of July, New Japan Pro Wrestling presents G1 Climax Tournament going down at this very moment. As promised from the previous episode, I'll get you up to speed in New Japan Pro Wrestling G1 Climax Tournament updates as time progressed. All right? So, as promised, I'll talk about WWE Raw and All Elite Wrestling Dynamite Blood and Guts. So, before we get to it, let's talk about New Japan Pro Wrestling G1 Climax. So, the last results I picked up was from July the 19th, 2023. And uh, here's the results. Zack Sabre Jr. defeated Toro Yanu. David Finley defeated Mickey Nichols. Mikey Nichols, to be exact. Jeff Cobb defeated Ellis Laughlin. Evil defeated Eddie Kingston. Hiroshi Tanahashi defeated Shane Hayes. Hanare defeated Shingo Takachi. Tetsuya Naito defeated Hiroki Goto. And Tomatanga defeated Tomohiro Ishii. So here's the current points between Block A through Block D. So currently right now in Block A, Sonata and Kinomiya leads the scoreboard with four points. Chase Owens, Renorita, Gabe Kidd lead the points with two. Shota Umino and Yoda Tetsushi currently have one point. And Hekaleo is right now at zero. That's block A. Block B, we have Kushka Okada, Taichi, currently have four points together. Yoshihashi, Tangaloa, Kenta, Will Osberg currently have two points. Great Okana, El Fantasmo has zero for block B. Block C, David Finley, Evil currently have four points. Eddie Kingston, Mikey Nichols, Tamataga, Hanare currently have two points. Shingo Tagachi and Tomohiro Ishii is at zero. That's for block C. Block D, we have Zack Sabre Jr., Jeff Cobb at four points. Hiroki Goto, Shane Hayes, Hiroshi Tanahashi, Tetsuya Naito currently at two points. And Toro Yano and As Laughlin at zero points. 
So that's the standing right now for the G1 Climax of New Japan Pro Wrestling. Why am I bringing this up, G? Well, if you're a fan of pro wrestling and you're a fan of New Japan Pro Wrestling, to be exact, check out the G1 Climax. Well, G, how can I watch the G1 Climax? Very simple. Type in NewJapanWorld.com, $9.99 a month. You can watch it, playback anytime, English commentary. Of course, Kevin Kelly is over there in Japan right now doing the tournament, doing the, the color commentary with Chris Carlton. So check it out, man. Well worth the $9.99 a month, and you have hitting gems throughout the tournament. Check it out if you have time. Again, it's a month-long tournament. Yes, there's a lot to catch up, but it's well worth it. Okay, let's press on forward to WWE Monday Night Raw this past Monday. What's the date, G? Uh, very simple. July the 17th, to be exact, the 2023 edition. Very entertaining of Monday Night Raw. Before I continue, I'll give you the ratings. Do a little bit of reverse roll here, folks. Raw, this past Monday, averaged 1.86 million viewers with a .57 rating and an 18 to 49 demo. So there is your ratings for Monday Night Raw. As I mentioned, 1.86 million viewers. Okay, good deal. So let's talk about Monday Night Raw. This past Monday on the USA Network, I thought, my personal opinion, it was a very entertaining show. Hands down, very entertaining. It's not your typical boring Monday Night Raw for once. So as I mentioned, Monday Night Raw, Atlanta, Georgia, the state farm arena the home of the american nightmare cody rhodes of course you gotta kick off the show with the hometown hero cody rhodes came out of course cut a promo front of his family from his his uh, uh mom dad brothers and sisters front row at the state farm arena in atlanta georgia massive pop the fans are welcoming their hometown hero cody rhodes come out and he cut a very inspirational promo of course as always and as usual he wants to call out brock lesnar he's like brock Get your ass out here right now. Nothing. Okay. Cody's like, okay, well, I'll just head backstage, hug my family, give him kisses, thank my mom, give her a hug, carry on my business, right? Uh-uh. Wrong. It doesn't go that way. <laughs> Especially in WWE land, Cody Rhodes was making his way towards the entranceway. Sure enough, Brock Lesnar music hits. I'm like, oh boy. Here we go, folks. Big time feel. Big time fight. Brock Lesnar. He's coming out. And everybody's waiting. Where's Brock? Where's Brock? He's not coming out. And his music stops. Cody is like, okay, Brock's not coming out. His music played. He never came out. Well, I was just going to head backstage to see what the hell's going on here. So as Cody made his way down the ramp, goes through the curtain, sharing off a chair comes flying out of the the Titantron entrance. And Cody tosses, I'm sorry, Brock Lesnar tossed Cody like a rag doll. And out comes the beast incarnate. Tearing the shreds of Cody Rhodes. Playing mind games on Cody Rhodes. Fans are booing the shit out of him. And this segment was excellent. Why is that, G? Why is it so excellent? Well, you're in Cody's hometown. Come on. Yes, he had a welcome hero in the beginning of the segment. Fans were losing their damn minds. But you just can't just... End it like that. Nah, 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 nah. You gotta get some heat, baby. When you put some heat, you bring Brock Lesnar to the hometown of Cody Rhodes. Cody Rhodes comes out, destroy him. Literally destroys him in front of his family. Sickening, but smart. And I thought it was a great 
segment for Brock Lesnar to beat the living hell of Cody Rhodes in front of his family. So what explosive start to Monday Night Raw. By the way, the match is official, folks. Cody Rhodes versus Brock Lesnar at SummerSlam. All right, so right after that, we have a non-title match. Matt Riddle versus the WWE Intercontinental Champion Gunther. Again, a non-title match. That was a decent match. Matt Riddle trying to put a fight. Trying to fight back against Gunther, the leader of Imperium. But as usual, Matt Riddle fell short. And Gunther pinned him. One, two, three for the win. And Gunther defeated Matt Riddle and a very easy clean win. Right after that, Gunther cut a promo. He's like, you know what, Drew McIntyre? You want a piece of me? You got it. So we got that going on. All right, so we had a backstage segment here, folks. Liv Morgan, Ronquel Rodriguez with their WWE Women's Tag Team titles around her waist, cutting a promo. Out comes Rhea Ripley. She confronted both women. She doesn't like both women. She slapped the shit out of Liv Morgan. Uh, Raquel Rodriguez tried to even the score, but she fell short. But this little backstage segment plays a role throughout the night. So stay tuned, folks. Uh, Okay, <laughs> Judgment Day are in the ring, and uh, we have the World Women's Champion, Rhea Ripley, says that Judgment Day is stronger than ever. Dirty Dom and Mysterio, again, gets booed like he does each and every week because nobody likes him. Says he's going to beat Wesley at NXT. By the way, which he did. So he is now the new NXT champion. So how about that? A little bit more gold in Judgment Day. So after the promo got cut, out comes Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. Owens uh, pretty much setting up a match for the main event of Monday Night Raw. Another multi-man match. Are you surprised, right? <laughs> man, these multi-matches, man. They're getting to me. All right, here we go, folks. Remember I mentioned about Rhea Ripley slapping the shit out of Liv Morgan backstage and how it will play a role throughout the night? Well, guess what, folks? Liv Morgan and Raquel Rodriguez want to put their titles on the line against Chelsea Green and Sonya Deville. Well, with Liv Morgan getting her, her face slapped, chopped by Rhea Ripley. It played a role in this match. And, uh, man, oh, man, that put a damper on the team because Chelsea Green and Sonny Deville picked up the win to become the new WWE Women's World Champion. Tag Team Champion, to be exact. How about that? Fans didn't see that coming. That was a big shocker to me. I mean, it was, uh, it was something of a match. There was a point in the match. Green hits a second on Pretty on Liv Morgan. Eventually, Sonny Deville immediately follows up with a knee to the face, and that lands them a victory to become the new World Tag Team Champions. So congrats to Sonya Deville. Chelsea Green become the new WWE Women's Tag Team Champion. How about that? Okay. So, as we press forward throughout the night on WWE Raw, we had a solid backstage promo of Seth Rollins with Byron Saxon. And uh, it was really good. I thought it felt like a... Ah, like a TV show, like a true crime TV show. That's how good this backstage promo was. I enjoyed this one. Uh, different angle cuts when it comes to camera shots. Very lot, of, lot of face close-ups. It was really good, and I enjoyed this backstage promo with Byron Saxon. 
And, uh, look. Finn Balor got involved. And, uh, he kicked out Byron Saxon, sat down in the chair. Both men talked to each other like, like men, of course, backstage. Confronted each other. And, uh... Finn was like, I want you, Seth. I want you and the title. Seth was like, okay, you got me, brother. We got we got ourselves a hot date at SummerSlam. All right, so right after that, we have a, I assume, a first-time ever match? A Viking Rules match. <laughs> I'm like, uh, Viking Rules match? Well, here we go. The Viking Rules match. Alpha Academy. Chad Gable and Otis versus the Viking Raiders. Eric and Ivar. So Alpha Academy versus the Viking Raiders. And uh, this match. Let's talk about the match. What the hell is a Viking Rules match? Well, you have a giant Viking ship propped against the wrestling ring. The nose of the ship is facing the, uh, the entrance ramp of the Titan Trap. The rest of the vessel was attached to the ring. All along the ring ropes, we had Viking shields attached to the ring ropes, which were used as weapons. And uh, it was interesting. <laughs> It was an interesting match. Uh, people were getting power bomb or power slam on the Viking ship part. Uh, as I mentioned, you get the Viking shields being used as weapons. Uh, fans were chanting, holy shit. I, it was an okay match. You know, um, I didn't expect this kind of match on a Monday Night Raw, but it was all right. It was all right. An entertaining match, I'll say at least. Uh, who won G? Well, the Viking Raiders defeated Alpha Academy. Okay, so you have Shayna Blazer versus Nikki Cross. Very simple. Shayna Blazer defeated Nikki Cross. <laughs> a very quick squash match. After that match, we had Ronda Rousey sitting up in the press box, talking smack, trying to attempt to cut a good promo. Um, Look, I love you, Ronda, but man, her promos are ugh, a little rough here, baby. Between her and Trish Stratus. And a promo showdown. Holy smokes, I probably set my TV on fire. Okay, okay, well, uh, you're going to ask, well, what did they talk about between Shayna and Ronda? That both women want to beat the living hell out of each other. We might have a match at SummerSlam or shit. It might be booked. We don't know. Okay, so we press on forward here through Monday Night Raw. Uh, let's see, Logan Paul will be booked on Raw next week at Tampa, Florida. Okay, after that, we had The Miz. And Miz TV. He invites Becky Lynch. Becky Lynch came out, scared the shit out of the Miz because he was tired of his BS. Becky Lynch pretty much want to whoop Trish Stratus and uh, Zoe Stark's ass. Sure enough, both women came out, cut silly promos. All honesty, I kind of fast forward to this damn uh, segment. So uh, if you give a rat's ass and you enjoy it, let me know what you think. Into the Squared Circle Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Your voices will be heard right here on the podcast. Hey, that's the whole purpose, right? If you have a voice or opinion on certain matches, hey, man, shoot me a DM. Hey, this match sucks. By Joe Schmo from Schmoville, Wisconsin. Hey, be more than happy to share it right here on the podcast because your opinions matter. All right, Shinsuke Nakamura versus Bronson Reed. I thought it was a solid match between Shinsuke Nakamura and Bronson Reed. But sure enough, Tommaso Ciampa interfered in this match, and uh, this match became a uh, disqualification. And the winner belonged to Bronson Reed because of Tommaso Ciampa interfered in the match. And when I saw that, I'm like, you fucking kidding me? Another Shinsuke match that gets interfered by somebody. Remember when Ricochet was part of this little feud? And now we got Tommaso getting involved? I mean, you gotta be fucking kidding me. <laughs> and uh, I think Shinsuke read my mind because he cut a promo backstage. And I'm like, 
I'm tired of it. I'm tired of people getting in my business. I'm done. And he walked away. So uh, uh, what Shinsuke is going to do? He's going to leave the WWE? That'd be great. Go to New Japan. All right. Now we made it to the main event of Monday Night Raw. The undisputed WWE Tag Team Champions. Kevin Owens. <laughs> I got to quit doing that. Sami Zayn versus the Judgment Day. Damian Priest and Dirty Dom. Dominic Mysterio. A uh, solid match. I kind of zoned out throughout portions of the match, so don't get mad at me. Um, Again, there's a solid match throughout of it. Uh, again, another multi-man match on Raw. Uh, the crowd was chanting, this is awesome, as usual. There's a point where Sami Zayn got tagged in. Damian Priest tagged in. Sami Zayn chopped the chest and scales to the ropes for a tornado DDT, which was picture perfect. Of course, Rhea Ripley tried to interfere throughout this match, uh, but this time it didn't work. And Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn defeated the Judgment Day. And a great one, two, three classic pinfall multi-man match. So overall, a very entertaining Monday Night Raw. Again, your opinions matters right here in the podcast, into the Squared Circle Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Mr. Maniac, man with a mask, you cotton candy, you. I'd like to let you melt in my mouth, I would. Oh, wait a second. All right, let's talk about all Ellie wrestling dynamite, blood and guts. <laughs> Very evil. All right. AEW Blood and Guts Dynamite. Of course, was live from the TD Garden Arena in Boston, Massachusetts, baby. Boston. My cousin from Boston. Okay. So the show kicks off between the FTW Champion match. The champion, Hook, will defend his title against Jungle Boy. Oh, hold on. Hold on. Hold your horses, G. It's not Jungle Boy no more. He is now Jack. Perry, badass. It was great. <laughs> I enjoyed it. Okay, what are you talking about, G? If you haven't watched AEW Dynamite this past Wednesday on TBS, there is no more Jungle Boy. No siree, Bob. Jungle Boy, he's done. So the, uh, I guess the intro of Jack Perry is where Jungle Boy... I got, see, I, got, I need to stop saying that. Jack Perry was apparently in a desert digging a hole. Next thing you know, Limo came out of nowhere. He put on a leather jacket and went right into the limo. And the limo took off. <laughs> yeah, so uh, you think they'll have some kind of, you know, resemblance of Jungle Boy, right? Put the Jungle Boy character outfit in the hole, bury it, you know? I don't know. But anyway, Jack Perry comes out and his theme song. Da, 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 da. Da, 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 da. I'm like, really? <laughs> That's his theme song? Oh, shit. A classical musical. Da, 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 da. I'm like, okay, that's just going to be his theme song now. He comes out and he's wearing leather pants, but no shirt. That's it. So, like a new. Fresh looks of somewhat of Jack Perry. A heel now. Sure enough, out comes Hook, the FTW champion. And the fans were popping. Oh boy, we're going to have ourselves a fight. We're going to finally get a Jungle Boy Jack Perry versus Hook. Hook's going to finally get his hands on Jack Perry. And uh, it was a great match. 
Both men beat the living hell out of each other. All right, gee, how the match ended. Well, the ref took a bump. I'm like, here we go. The ref is knocked out. What's going to happen? Well, Jack Perry cheat. And when, when I saw the ref get taken out, my initial thought was... Well, Jack Perry is going to low blow FTR. No, 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 no. It didn't happen that way. Jack Perry grabbed the FTW title belt, got in the ring, tried to whack Hook with the title, but failed. And Hook decided to reverse being voided by hitting by the title from uh, Jungle Boy. I see. I'm used to saying that Jack Perry, um, again, reversed it and, uh, of course, Ruff could take it out and Hook had a chance to pin Jack Perry. One, two, three, four. There's no rough. So Hook gets up. Sure enough, Jack Perry managed to crack Hook in the face. Covers him. The ref slowly wakes up unconscious. Pins up. One, two, three. Holy smokes. Jack Perry defeated Hook to become the new FTW champion. Holy smokes. Fans are booting the living hell out of him. Even Taz, of course, who was on color commentary, the father of Hook, he was pissed off. He, I mean, great job to Taz. Uh, showing his emotions behind the desk. Taking his glasses off, rubbing his eyes, seeing like he's pissed off. Don't talk to me, Tony Schiavone. Don't talk to me, Excalibur. I'm pissed off. This jack off won the FTW title. Defeated my son by cheating him. I'm pissed. But man, what a match. I thought it was a solid match. Okay, so right after that, we have another video of Adam Cole and MJF, and I thought it was a great video. Adam Cole, MJF, going to a Chinese restaurant, eating spicy Chinese food, drinking alcohol, having a great time, and double clotheslining a waiter. <laughs> I thought it was an entertainment video, and I love this storyline. Come on, Adam Cole. MJF, this is a hot storyline. Besides the bloodline, this is the best storyline, at least in Dynamite. Okay, as of right now, in Dynamite. I enjoy it. Now, I, I can't wait to see the finished results in this storyline. I'll tell you, I will see MJF double cross Adam Cole. I, I bet your ass that will happen. But this video on Dynamite this past Wednesday, very entertaining. I enjoyed it. Okay, so right after that, we go to commercial break, and uh, we had Alex Marvez backstage correspondent. Apparently, he was backstage, or I don't know where the hell he was, at a restaurant, spying on Chris Jericho and Don Callis. Apparently, had a little bit of lunch. Try to have the camera peek, like a peeping Tom, being a creeper. Don Callis saw the camera sneaking on him. Told security, get that camera out of here. See what the hell is going on between Chris Jericho and Don Callis. Is there some kind of friendship going on? Okay, after that, we have Dr. Brick Baker versus uh, Kayla Sparks. And it was a clean, easy finish match as Dr. Brick Baker defeated Kayla Sparks. Really quick match. All right, folks, here we go. The Blind Eliminator Tag Team Tournament Finals. MJF and Adam Cole versus... Sammy Guevara and Daniel Garcia. So prior to the match backstage, Adam Cole had a couple of presents for MJF. MJF had a couple of presents for Adam Cole. And both men have matching gear. The burlap. 
with the Adam Cole logo on it. And both men are like, oh, this is great. All right, friend, let's go out there. Let's win the tournament. So here we go, folks. Out comes Samber Guevara and Daniel Garcia. They come out. They're the first competitors, the first team to come out in the finals of the Blind Eliminator Tag Team Tournament Match. So after they came out, Chris Jericho's music plays. And fans are like, what the hell Chris is doing? Well, apparently he came out to uh, do color commentator. Decided to join the commentary team for this match. To watch his fellow boys, Sammy Guevara and Daniel Garcia. Okay, so we have MJF comes out to his entrance. The crowd pop, losing their damn minds. Do the Shawn Michael pose to introduce Adam Cole. And fans thought we would hear Adam Cole's theme song. But they played MJF's theme song. And MJF was confused. He was like, why are you playing my theme song twice? Like, cut my music. But it was not MJF music. It was a remix of MJF and Adam Cole. <laughs> His face was priceless. He's like, Adam Cole, you did this for me? You did a remix of our theme songs together? Oh, I love you, man. <laughs> it was great. That was great. The fans popped. We had an MJF remix with the Adam Cole baby theme song. It was great. A nice little moment. So beyond past this point, I don't know where to start on this. Oh my gosh. So before the match started, we had Daniel Garcia shaking his ass in front of MJF. MJF was like, all right, if you want to dance in front of me, let's have a dance off. So MJF rolls out of the ring, goes to the timekeeper's table, click a button on a soundboard, and disco music start playing. I'm like, what the fuck is going on mjf rolls back in the ring and starts shaking his ass i'm like what the hell is going on here apparently there's a dance off going on before the match and mjf is breaking out the moves after shaking his own ass he encouraged adam cole to start dancing but what adam cole does started to thrust his pelvic i'm like oh i put my hand over my face i'm like this is just crazy and uh, <laughs> you know what? I, I'm not going to knock it. It was entertaining. I laughed. I was very entertained in this segment, or at least part of the segment before the match started. And uh, yeah, I didn't hate it, but at the same time, I didn't really love it. So I was like, eh, okay, it was uh, entertaining, of course. So once the dance-off finished, we have the match up and running. The bells ring. And uh, as usual, great chemistry between Adam Cole and, and uh, MJF. Garcia, Guevara, they had a nice little chemistry, of course, as always. So as the match was getting close to the very end here, folks, Adam Cole ends up sending Garcia out of the ring before talking to MJF. Tell him to go for a dive. And this is... I gotta say, this is the first time I saw as seeing MGF doing a tope out of the ring, a suicide dive out of the ring. It's my first time seeing him do that. And that was impressive dive. And fans were like, yeah, that was awesome. MGF doing a high flying jump out of the ring. We don't see that from MGF very often, but he did it and it worked. And the crowd lose were losing their damn mind. Eventually, MGF brings Garcia back into the ring for Adam Cole to hit a Panama Sunrise and the new best friends call for a double clothesline. MGF gets tagged in. They hit the double clothesline. And with that, MGF makes the cover for the pin 
and the winner. And the winner of the Blind Tag Team Elimination Tournament, MJF and Adam Cole. And they will have a future title shot against FTR, I believe, next week. So uh, that's going to be a hell of a match. MJF, Adam Cole versus FTR. So right after that match, Adam Cole picks up MJF's World Heavyweight title. The MJF saw that. He's like, what the hell are you doing, Adam Cole? Why are you touching my title? Adam Cole was like, dude, I'm just trying to grab it. Give it to you. I mean, what I did wrong. MJF's like, just don't touch my title. Fans are like, oh boy. You got yourself a little dilemma here, folks. MJF, he doesn't like it when Adam Cole touched the title. Mm. Ooh, we got to keep our eyes on this. But they both hugged it out. They're like, okay, let's put this behind us. Let's be friends. <laughs> so uh, I tell you, folks, I see a double cross in the near future. Uh, I'm going to wait and see. Okay, here we go, folks. Top of the second hour. Technically, the main event of AEW Dynamite. Blood and guts. Of course, the marquee match. Fans call it war games. Fans call it double hell in the cell match. But they call it blood and guts. And uh, boy, oh boy, it was blood and guts. So I'm not going to break down the whole match because this is a damn near hour of a match. Of course, John Moxley brings out a bag of broken glass, puts people through broken glass. Moxley came out with a fork, started stabbing people with a fork as usual. Uh, we had uh, one of the young bucks dumping thumbtacks the ceiling of the cage into the ring putting bodies through thumbtacks one of the young bucks had a, a nike shoe built out of nails <laughs> and uh super kick him with a shoe full of nails john moxley brought out a bed of nails that's right i said a bed of nails just like a giant board with freaking roof of nails all lined up i'm like you fucking kidding me these guys are gonna kill each other of course somebody goes through the damn uh bed of nails of course and i believe kenny omega was one of the first few people that got body slammed on top of the bed of nails i'm like First, the poor bastard goes through a shard of glass. Now he's going through a bed of nails. Oh, boy, he's going to have a hard time sleeping tonight. He better be taking a lot of a leave. So everybody for the Blackpool Combat Club is now in blood and guts. The elite needs one more person. And that person, the final fifth member, is Kota Ibushi. Man, oh, man, that crowd popped. But, and if you've seen that social media or not, Kota Ibushi did a Jeff Hardy. Took a sweet-ass time coming down the ramp, basking up the glory. So while his fellow partner, Kenny Omega, was getting his ass stopped, actually his finger was getting crushed on the bed of nails, Kota Ibushi was just taking a sweet-ass time walking down the entrance ramp. Waving to the crowd, kissing babies, hugging everybody, saying their hellos and pleasantries. And uh, his partner is getting smashed through nails <laughs> in the ring. I'm like, come on, man. Seriously. So Kota Ibushi gets in the ring. And again, I love the guy. But he comes in the ring. He, Maybe it's me. Maybe I was tired. Maybe I didn't have a fresh brain watching this match. I don't know. But... Was it to me that Kota Ibushi wasn't really striking people? He was like slow-mo taking out of people left and right. I don't know. It just, just, I don't know. It just felt weird. I love Kota Ibushi, but I mean, I don't know. Throughout this match, he didn't seem like he was really striking people. Don't seem like he was really, I don't know. Maybe it's just me. But sure enough, he finally gets to his partner, Kenny Omega, who's been on a bail. Bail. 
a bed of nails for, what, 20 minutes now. Poor bastard could be killed by now. But Kota Ibushi is taking his sweet-ass time to get to his partner. But long story short, the Elite defeated the Blackpool Combat Club. So Pac, apparently Pac, who was the fifth member of the Blackpool Combat Club for blood and guts, had a little dilemma with Claudio Castanoli. Pac was like, all right, fuck you, dude. I don't like you. I'm leaving. <laughs> Just like that. Pac walked out of the team's match. Don Callis saw that and pulled Takeshka out of the out of the match. Now you're down to three guys in the Blackpool Combat Club. And the faction was falling apart, which led them to lose the match and the elite defeated the Blackpool Combat Club. What a match. Everything but the kitchen sink. A brutal match. Boy, oh boy. It was intense. It was wild. It was blood and guts. All right, folks. If you made it this far, let me know what you thought about AEW Dynamite Blood or Guts or WWE Monday Night Raw. Check me out my social media platforms into the Squared Circle Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Hit the like, hit the subscribe, and if you're a new listener, give me a five-star review so you don't miss out on the action each and every episode. All right, my friends, until the weekend, as always... Talk about Friday Night Smackdown. Roman Reigns will be on FS1 for Smackdown. It's coming Friday. We got AEW Collision Saturday. We got Ring of Honor on Friday. Yeah, a lot of weekends. So until this week, my friends, stay healthy, stay safe, and happy wrestling. Bye-bye, everybody.